Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. About zombie deer. I'm Ralph Fox. Police have a man in custody after a Reston home went up in flames. At 9.10, more about a new chatbot that has some positives, apparently, along with serious implications for national security. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz reporting from the Washington Bureau. Punishing rainstorms are expected to continue in California for the next day or two, says CBS's Tom Foti. Way too dry for years, way too wet now. California's been drenched by storm after storm with yet more to come from up north to San Diego. The Weather Channel's Molly McCollum. One to two inches of rain may not seem like a lot, but on top of everything that we've seen already, this is going to cause more problems. And there are some spots that have picked up more rain in the first 14 days of January than all of last year. President Biden's declared California a major disaster area, making it eligible for quick federal aid. And President Biden this morning issued a disaster declaration for Autauga and Dallas counties in Alabama. Tornadoes and other severe storms hit the counties last week, killing at least six people. Documents with classified markings have now been found in three places linked to President Biden, including in his private library at his home in Delaware. University of Virginia political analyst Larry Sabato says the White House needs to get ahead of this issue. When you have a controversy and you're getting negative publicity for it, you need to get all the information out as quickly as possible. Former President Trump's statements during a deposition in a sexual assault case are getting a lot of scrutiny. Loyola Law School's Lori Levinson says Trump's words may come back to bite him. Where Trump may be in trouble with his deposition is in his claim that Jean Carroll said that she enjoyed rape. Any time he misrepresented something, lied or exaggerated, he can expect to hear questions about it on cross-examination during the defamation trial. That trial is scheduled for April. Rescuers are digging out bodies and survivors after a Russian missile hit a large apartment building in eastern Ukraine yesterday. CBS's Deborah Pata is in the capital, Kiev. Russian missiles pounded the country. Hardest hit a residential apartment block in Dnipro. Two children among the dead. At least 20 people were killed. 40 more are missing. Tens of thousands of Israelis demonstrated in three major cities last night against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's judicial reform plan. They accuse him of undermining democratic rule. Protester Jakob Yosha. We will not accept it and will fight for this democracy. President Biden today will mark what would have been the 94th birthday of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with a Sunday sermon at Atlanta's historic Ebenezer Baptist Church. That's the church where King preached and was co-pastor from 1960 until he was assassinated in 1968. Mr. Biden will renew his call for Congress to pass sweeping voting rights legislation. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 903 on Sunday, January 15, 2023. 29 degrees, a beautiful sunshiny day with breezes, highs in the 40s.
Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. A George Washington University professor is being accused of discrimination and anti-Semitism by a group of students. The university is now investigating the claims. They say one of their professors who teaches a mandatory diversity course for their program would frequently target them and disparage their Jewish and Israeli identities. The complaint alleges that the professor also brought a lecturer who expressed support for violence against Israeli civilians. Stand With Us, an Israel education organization filed a complaint Thursday with the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights. Now a third-party investigator has been hired by the university to look into the claim. GW President Mark Wrighton in a letter writes that the school condemns anti-Semitism but also supports academic freedom and free speech. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A former Maryland state delegate has pleaded guilty to misconduct in office. Maryland Matters reports that if Republican Richard M. Empoleria completes certain conditions by the end of June, which is his sentencing date, he would not be convicted of wrongdoing in the state case. The former delegate who represented Baltimore and Harford counties for two decades until he lost his re-election bid last year agreed to pay the state $44,000. The charges stemmed from his misuse of state money in a scheme that involved how much money he received to pay rent for a district office while in the legislature. As a part of his deal, Empoleria will plead guilty to a gun charge in Baltimore County. He was charged in 2021 with possessing a gun when he was prohibited from doing so and with having illegal ammo. A Waldorf teenager shot on Friday afternoon has died. The Charles County Sheriff's Office says 17-year-old Rajan Latif Jackson III was walking home in the area of Dorchester Circle and Harvest Fish around 2.30 Friday afternoon when he was shot. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he died on Saturday. Detectives are still investigating the shooting, but they don't believe it was random. Here's a word of caution for hunters and anyone who may come across deer in Fairfax County. Virginia's Department of Wildlife Resources says the first case of chronic wasting disease has been found in Fairfax County. Some call it the zombie deer disease. It's known to affect deer, elk, and moose. CWD is a progressive and fatal illness, which to date has not affected humans, but the state strongly recommends you have deer tested at one of several locations in Loudoun and Fairfax County. Hunters are encouraged to continue the hunt. Over 750 have been tested since 2019, with only one positive result. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. A Virginia man was arrested after police found several illegal guns in his home. Several agencies received a tip that someone was illegally making and selling automatic firearms. Agents from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives and from Homeland Security, along with Virginia Beach Police, arrested 35-year-old John Dane in his home Tuesday. A search yielded additional firearm components like trigger activators. Dane is suspected of selling methamphetamine. He faces a long list of charges, including possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. And a man is in police custody after a rest and home went up in flames. Fairfax County Fire says they found a single family home on Shadbush Court fully engulfed around 4 a.m. yesterday. 
The fire was put out. No one was hurt. Investigators quickly determined that the cause of the fire was arson. The man has not been charged. WTOP has reached out to the fire department for more details. Coming up after traffic and weather, there's a new form of AI. It seems to be growing in popularity, but what are the implications for national security? We'll talk about it with Meredith Wilson of Emergent Risk International. That's coming up in a few minutes. It's 9.07. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is back January 20th through 29th and better than ever with a brand new lineup of features, tailored pavilions, and more experiences. The 2023 event provides a customized experience for all guests to enjoy. From an electric vehicle pavilion, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, interactive experiences, new car displays, a nod to the classics, and so much more. Make plans to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rob Stallworth in the Traffic Center. Looking good in the district on the southeast-southwest freeway or I-395 between the 14th Street Bridge and the 11th Street Bridge. I-295 as well as DC-295 in great shape between Eastern Avenue and Blue Plains. The issue is in Northwest Blackton Avenue between 17th and 18th Streets. That road is closed as a result of the water main break. Also, keep in mind, northbound New Hampshire Avenue at Rittenhouse Street may still be under police direction as a result of the crash investigation from overnight. No problems in Maryland or in Virginia on the Beltway between, of course, the American Legion and Woodrow Wilson Bridges in Maryland through Rockville. Muncaster Mill Road, west of 28 Norbeck Road, the crash near Sycamore Lane may still be under police direction. No problems on I-95 with the BW Parkway between two beltways. Route 50 remains pretty good between the Capitol Beltway and the Eastern Shore. Keep in mind, going across the Bay Bridge, we do have wind warnings still in effect there, so please keep both hands on the steering wheel. No issues in Virginia on 66. Looking pretty good on I-95 as well as I-395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. Your express lanes are in the northbound direction. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving. From oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and a full range of services, visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Hey, friends. It is so beautiful out there today. Tons of sunshine. But I don't know, is that sun just decoration? Because it's cold. Temperatures are in the 30s, but it's feeling like the 20s still. And it's really going to feel that way throughout the day with highs making their way to the mid-40s. Tomorrow, a lot more clouds around for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, holiday. We are in for highs in the low 50s. Tuesday, rain. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the mid-50s. By Wednesday, we're near 60 again. So we're warming with highs on, uh, I'm sorry, with conditions partly sunny for your Wednesday. D.C., 31. Frederick, how y'all doing? 29. Leesburg, uh, coming in at 27. Thank you so much, Samara. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. 
Now, it's called ChatGPT. It's a powerful new form of artificial intelligence that could, well, some say, upend the way we live, work, and play. And there are also some serious national security implications. Here to talk about it with more, Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. Good morning, Meredith. How are you? Good morning, Liz. I'm great. It's nice to hear your voice again. Same here. Same here. So first question, technology, it can be agnostic. It has, you know, good and not so good implications. So first tell us about the potential, the positives of chat GPT. And well, what does GPT stand for? Anyway, let's start there. So GPT is a bit of a mouthful. It's Generative Pre-Training Transformer 3. It's the third generation sort of AI developed around um, creating human-like language content. So it's uh, it acts as a bot, and, and um, it can generate text and answers to queries and that kind of thing. It can generate entire articles, and it's part of this rapidly advancing group of AI tools that will really change the way we work and study and generate content. As far as the positives go, I think there's probably a lot, um, including scaling, um, eventually lowering the cost of creating content. There are other programs out there that can generate um, computer code and uh, stock images. So, you know, when you go and you're putting an article together and you're looking for a picture, um, it can create sort of original stock images and all of these things that currently require professional labor and higher costs. Okay, so so those are the positives. What about some of the negatives? Could uh, disinformation be one of those dangers? And um, I was also reading an article that some local students used uh, chat GPT to help them with their schoolwork. Yeah, well, and as a parent, I'm, I'm terrified that my kids, um, you know, ability to write is going to be degraded because of something like this. But you know, anytime you automate something, you know, if you think back to the 80s, you think back to the early 1900s, anytime you automate something, people are going to lose work. And um, people like you and I, who generate content, journalists, graphic designers, they're all going to see their work change and scaled. And so that obviously creates some immediate negative concerns um, for the job market and that kind of thing. Um, You think about how many people are employed just to create content for the internet every day. But the bigger thing um, is is really this disinformation piece. So how do we um, avoid these sort of chatbots that create disinformation. For example, even this current iteration, um, you know, scientists have gone in there and they've actually been able to create, um, you know, a conversation where the the tool is is giving it cited journal articles that are completely fake. And so that, especially when you consider how many people might be inclined to believe what they read on the internet, um, you can imagine how quickly that can get out of hand. Um, There's also, and I think this is one of the really big concerns, is the potential for this in the hands of adversaries, say, um, you know, Russian disinformation campaigns, um, Chinese disinformation campaigns, for nation states, and even, quite frankly, here in the U.S., corrupt politicians, um, to create really damaging disinformation campaigns about their adversaries. And that, you know, the, the applications are endless, and the guardrails for that right now are not really yet in place. And so last question, a few seconds to answer this one. What can we do to harness the positive attributes of chat GPT, but minimizing the negatives? Is, how's, how can we do that? Yeah, and that's always the question, right? But anytime there's technology that's new, um, something is going to follow it to um, address its shortcomings or is going to attempt to. It's really always a question of can we keep up with it? Um, there's already emerging tools to fact check the 
um, chat GPG generated stuff. Um, AI researchers are encouraging regulation around the use of technology. The downside is can our sort of bureaucracy catch up with it fast enough? Um, building ethical guardrails around how your organization uses the technology is important. And, of course, always education. So educating our, you know, our kids coming up and even our adult workforce and how this is going to change their work and how they can use that to their advantage rather than becoming obsolete. Thank you so much, Meredith. Good to hear you again. It's Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. Coming up on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And Jay Brooks says the Chargers are doing their best impersonation of the Atlanta Falcons. Jay, can you explain that, please? Of course I can. Of course, the Chargers pulled the Falcons last night. As you remember, had uh, New England come back on them in the Super Bowl, down 28-3 to to take home the Lombardi Trophy. Well, sort of happened last night as the Chargers were up 27-7 to over Jacksonville until the Jags came back for a 31-30 to win over L.A. Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who threw four interceptions in the first half, threw four touchdowns in the second half. Honestly, didn't have a choice. You know, we've, we've come this far, and those guys are dependent on me. And, you know, to win games in general in this league, but especially the playoffs, quarterback has to play well. Um, wasn't playing well, and I knew, knew it was going to take a lot to turn it around, but there's no, I told the guys in the huddle, there's no 27-point plays. You know, it's going to be one play at a time. Again, a 31-30 win for the Jaguars. So if you went to bed earlier, waking up to quite a surprise. In the early game yesterday, Niners over the Seahawks, 41-23. The 49ers winning all three games against Seattle this season, two in the regular season. Of course, the regular season included San Fran has won 11 straight contests. Seattle will have the number five pick in the upcoming draft, should they seem to hold on to it. To the ice, Caps hosted Philly last night and fell to the Flyers 3-1. to Alex Ovechkin with the lone goal for Washington. He became the fifth all-time to score his 400th goal at home. Also scored his 30th goal in the season, tying longtime Caps forward Mike Gardner for the most 30-goal seasons in league history. Team off today, then they'll be at the Islanders tomorrow night at 7.30 face-off. College basketball women's action yesterday. JMU improving to 16-2 after a 62-57 win over Georgia State. Navy's first win of the season, now 1-16 after a 63-43 win over Loyola, Maryland. Morgan State over Coppin State, 61-46. For the rest of the college basketball scoreboard, please visit the sports page at WTOP.com. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. It's 917. Recovery from the pandemic forced some airlines to pull out all the stops with perks to get you back on their planes. As the pandemic subsides, it looks like those perks will be subsiding, too. The CEO of Delta says that if everyone feels special, no one feels special. Airlines upping the ante when it comes to perks during the pandemic to keep their planes in the skies. But now that the pandemic is in the rearview mirror, the travelers have returned and are willing to pay for those perks. As a result, Delta, United, and American are making it harder to get things like free lounge passes and better seats. Another thing that might be on the chopping block, first class on some longer flights, with more and more travelers seeking business class instead. Dell Walters, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. The White House has pledged to cooperate with the investigation into the president's handling of classified material. The death toll from an attack on an apartment tower in Ukraine rises to 23. And authorities in Nepal say 68 people are confirmed dead after a plane crashed into a gorge while trying to land at a newly opened airport in a central resort town. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rob in the Traffic Center. It's too quiet out there right now, folks. And that's not a bad thing, especially on the cold morning. If you're traveling the Beltway, you're in great shape. On both Virginia and Maryland, between the American Legion and Woodrow Wilson Bridges, Outer Loop near St. Barnabas Road, that's where we had a broken down along the right side of the roadway, we believe. It's on the right shoulder. Outer Loop near Richie Marlboro Road, they were checking for a shifted metal plate there. Believe it may have been unfounded, so your travel lanes are open and available. Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge, still with the wind warnings in effect. And in Rockville, Muncaster Mill Road, west of 28 Norbeck Road, the crash near Sycamore Lane may still be under police direction. No problems in Virginia on 66. I-95 and I-395 still pretty cool between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. Your express lanes are in the northbound direction. If you're traveling in the district, keep in mind Blagden Avenue and Northwest closed between 17th and 18th Streets as a result of the water main break. Still unsure if we have New Hampshire Avenue closed northbound at Rittenhouse Street from the earlier crash investigation. Hopefully we'll have something for you pretty soon. Uh, but right now, just use some caution if you're traveling northbound on New Hampshire Avenue at Rittenhouse Street. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. And a Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore. Well, friends, not a bad way to end the weekend. Temperatures this afternoon will head into the mid to upper 40s with plenty of sunshine for your Sunday. And if you are enjoying the extended weekend, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, high temperatures will be in the low 50s with clouds building throughout the day. High temperatures for your Tuesday will be in the mid-50s with a chance for showers throughout much of the day. Wednesday, highs will be near 60 with partly sunny conditions. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Still plenty cold outside. 33 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 30 in Potomac, 33 degrees at L'Enfant Plaza. Brought to you by Linda Plummer, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, an investigation underway after two women are shot while in a rideshare. It's 921. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Get more from your new year and save big on appliances at the incredible Bray & Scarf New Year's Sale. Going on now. Discover amazing savings throughout the store and online with deals on top brand appliances, including in-stock bestsellers. Get savings on top of savings with stackable package rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages. 
Plus, get free delivery and installation on Monogram built-in refrigerators and pro ranges. All at the absolute lowest prices with Bray & Scarf's best price guarantee. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. Our appliance experts receive hours and hours of factory training. They're ready to answer all of your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Don't miss the tremendous appliance savings going on now. Shop local and save during the Bray & Scarf New Year's Sale. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 9.23. An investigation continues this morning after two women were shot in the district early Saturday morning while in a rideshare. D.C. police say officers were called to Georgia Avenue and Morton Street Northwest just before one Saturday morning. They found evidence of a shooting but did not find any victims. Shortly after, police were told that two women were dropped off at a local hospital with gunshot wounds. They were taken to the hospital by their rideshare driver. Our news partners at NBC4 say the women were in an Uber. Uber has reacted this morning. Uber says it's working on getting in touch with the riders and has made contact with the driver. A spokesperson for Uber went on to say the senseless act of violence is sickening. The women are expected to survive. The new Miss Universe. That would be Arbany Gabriel, a fashion designer, model, and sewing instructor from Texas, who competition officials said is the first Filipino-American to win Miss USA. She was crowned Miss Universe last night. She was handed a bouquet of flowers, draped in the winner's sash, and crowned with a tiara on stage at the 71st Miss Universe competition, which was held in New Orleans. The runner-up was Miss Venezuela. So your kid got into their dream college early decision. Now many parents of students with those acceptance letters are wondering how they will pay for it. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau recommends before taking on huge debt, students should calculate the gross income of how much they expect to make when they graduate, then plan to take around 10% of that over a 10-year period to pay off their student loans. Experts tell U.S. News & World Report before saying yes to a school, students should sink a good chunk of time into applying for financial aid, known as the FAFSA, and coming up with an all-in realistic budget. Beyond that, once you have said yes, continue to apply for scholarships and meet with your school's financial aid office whenever there's a problem. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. Egyptian authorities say archaeologists have unearthed another ancient tomb in the south southern Egyptian city of Luxor. Luxor is known as the Valley of the Kings. The royal tomb was found on the west bank of the Nile, about 400 miles south of Cairo. The tomb apparently belongs to the 18th dynasty of pharaohs who ruled from 1550 B.C. to 1292 B.C. The tomb is the latest in a series of ancient discoveries Egypt has touted in recent years. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Customized compensation packages are gaining some traction as smaller firms begin to offer up multiple pay options between salary, equity, and even benefits to compete for talent. Obviously, the smaller the company, the more flexible, more flexibility that they can offer, whereas the larger companies, maybe they don't need to offer as much equity if they're more established. But the state of the economy is changing the way workers pick their pay. Dan Chabel, managing partner of Workplace Intelligence, explains. You're going to see more employees right now, you know, pass up some of the equity in order to get cash. In today's economy, where 
not doing well with a lot of layoffs. Not only cash is king, but safety and security in a, in a stable job is something that these employees are looking for more and more now compared to equity in a company that might not make it through the recession. They'll also be asking for more flexibility, trading vacation time for money, and higher salaries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the Biden administration facing criticism for their slow response after classified documents are found in the president's Delaware home. It's 926. University of Maryland Global Campus offers career-relevant programs that work for your schedule and tuition.